Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where only in the WWE can not only my hole go viral, but a woman can get pregnant by a 70-year-old man. It is lost in the mid-card. We uh, have a lot to talk about. We've got two great shows from the past weekend to talk about. No Surrender on Saturday, NXT TakeOver on Sunday. Holy shit, did they deliver. We got that to talk about. Um, we've got, uh, elimination chamber this Sunday to talk about only five matches. I believe are announced so far. So, God, WWE loves to just not announce everything yet. So that really likes to fuck with our predictions, but Hey, what can you do? We'll predict what we have. And, uh, and I mean, that's uh, what happens when you have a go home show on a Friday. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, and everything in between including dummy yeah yeah but first thank you to spiderduck.net for being our host enabling us to be on itunes spotify and any of your favorite podcasting apps all you got to do is search for lost in the midcard hit that subscribe button that way you know every time a new episode comes your way typically on wednesdays but when you subscribe you'll at least know if we uh change it up on you and uh come at you at a different day as that can happen from time to time with our schedules we're also on the youtube and uh, make sure to to uh, give us a subscribe on the YouTube. Hit the little bell icon so you know every time a, a new video comes your way. Also, give us a little thumbs up. Maybe a little drop a little comment. Let us know what you thought about about that great in memoriam we put at the beginning of the last episode. Uh, you can do all that on the YouTube, and the links to that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the midcard, or on the Twitter at LITMC Podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime, Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? It's been a long day, JB, but luckily Impact was pretty damn good tonight. I liked it. Feeling, feeling a little bit better than I did a few hours ago. Feel a little, you know, I feel like I got a little bit of, a little bit of shit accomplished. So I think uh, I think James I, Storm. I, got, I have Okada on my television screen right now. So we might have Okada on our television screen on Wednesdays soon. From what I hear, that forbidden door is wide open. Got Okada versus Alex Shelley on Impact at sixty right now. Nice, yes. Uh, New Japan versus Impact. Uh, well timed impact on 60 after tonight's impact uh joe took on jushin thunder liger our 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 buddy ultra liger i I bet like that i I hope he was watching uh aj styles and tanahashi shit i mean granted tanahashi was still a, a young man only six years in the biz at that time i mean aj a young man as well uh and then we had uh, God. What was that? What, what, what were we watching right when we started uh, the Zoom call, Matt? It was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Alex Skipper. Yeah, Nakamura and Skipper. God, what, what was the what was the 
what was the 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 stable Skipper was in? Do you remember? Was it, wasn't it him in like low key? People want to say prime time, but I know that was his nickname. That wasn't the stable he was in. Yeah, what the hell was he in, man? Got to look it up now, man. Triple X. Yes, yes, yes. Loki and Daniels feuded with America's Most Wanted. Speaking of America's Most Wanted, uh, James <coughs> James Storm very active on Twitter today. <laughs> James and- Storm dropped a guy. Uh, he, he referenced his stablemate, his old tag partner on Impact tonight. That was awesome. He meant- it was a throwaway line, but it's still funny nonetheless. It was great. Uh, I mentioned this this term. I mentioned this term to both uh, uh, more than I, I mentioned this term to Demore, uh, David Panzer, and James Storm. David Panzer. Yes, because he's on Twitter all the time. It's David uh, Penzer. Penzer. Jesus, I'm not Panzer. <laughs> Been a long fucking day. We were thirty one. So much funnier. <laughs> It was 31 below zero. I got names fucked. I got, this is not the first time I fucked up names tonight. So I, I apologize, David. He probably does not listen. He probably doesn't, but it's still funny. Penzer, thank you. Because it's been a long fucking day. You know, thir- it has been a long fucking day. It's going to be a longer fucking tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be working from 8.30 a.m. to probably midnight. Uh, but maybe oh. dur- uh, maybe this, maybe maybe uh, it's been an easy week so far because uh, uh, at State Farm, the servers have gone down because of the, the major winter storm, the cold, the major cold. Uh, it was 31 below here uh, this morning. Uh, our servers are in Texas where they're, they never see single digits and they're seeing uh, that and power outages and all sorts of things and, and, and mass insanity. And so, uh, you know, we haven't really been able to work last couple of days and I'm wondering if that's still going to carry over to tomorrow. Um, who knows if not, it's going to be a busy day tomorrow. And on top of that, I got to work my, my bar job tomorrow too. So it's going to be a long fucking day, but yeah, anyways, David Penzer, my apologies. I, I don't know what I was thinking because I, I was thinking of uh, I, 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 call, I, I coined the term off a of wrestle house, wrestle bar. And uh, later on in the night, James storm used it as a hashtag. So maybe, uh, maybe we can get something, maybe we'll get a little creative. Uh, maybe get this uh, a little thing going here. Uh, maybe make wrestle bar a regular thing. What do you think, Matt? I don't know about all that. I like the segment tonight. I, thought it was I mean, fun. I I don't know if it's something you can do every week. Yeah. I, once in a while, sure. Um, but I I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if that's something that I want to see every week. Uh, so no surrender. Kick thing kick, to kick things off here. No surrender from Saturday. Uh. No, uh, no kickoff show uh, as they. I don't think they do those on normally on Impact Plus shows. We kick things off. Triple XL and Tenille Dashwood against uh, Decay, and uh, you got Decay getting the win there. Thanks to uh, Black Tarus. I'm still trying to uh, try to get used to him fitting in with Decay, Matt. I don't know. He's got some good moves. I, I can't imagine he's going to be there for long, but maybe he will. I don't know. I don't know. 
got wait, some good. Wait. He's got some good moves, but I just don't. I don't see him as a fit in decay. I mean, Abyss was a perfect fit in decay. You know, I think you need a bigger name because I mean, Steve is not going to be that big name. So I, I think you need a bigger name like what Abyss was to be on that male side for decay either to be in addition to somebody and have Steve be in a tag team or I don't know, you know, but I I just right now, I don't see Tarus being that, you know, as a, as a reformed decay, I just don't see that really taking off for me personally. Okay. Did you know that I just saw this retweeted on my timeline and it just totally threw me for a loop. So we're going to have to talk about it right fucking now. Did you know that John Silver has recreated his own YouTube account, which features him and other members of the Dark Order doing parodies on move on movies? No. Yes, there is a video, a three-minute video. I've not, I, I watched like the first 10 seconds because I don't want to distract me any longer than, I, than it did. But there is a series called The Silver Screen, and it's John Silver and other members of the Dark Order reenacting famous scenes for movies. And the first one is Anchorman. Oh boy. I have I have retweeted it. And I I am going to retweet it on the Lost in the Mid Card Twitter as well. I'll try to so check that out after recording here. If anybody wants to go take a look see at that, go for it. It's only like three minutes. Um, but oh my god, that's another thing that I could use in my life. The Black Order, the Dark Order fucking interacting old freaking movies is phenomenal. Something that tells I, me they were referencing Black Order because I got fucking Marvel on the damn brain with Thanos and shit for Marvel for Marvel Strike Force. I get, the, t- I, I get those two names mixed up all the time now because they're so frequently used in my vocabulary. Yeah. Something wants to. I, I want to say something that they reference this in in BTE, but I I don't know. There's it, uh, like this is the first time I like freaking uh, John Alba retweeted it, mm-hmm. and because I didn't even know about it, mm-hmm. so I I gotta watch that one when we're done with the podcast. I gotta watch Young Rock. Yeah, we're done with the podcast. Debuted tonight. Yeah, I like I didn't want to I didn't want to watch it over Impact because I knew we were going to talk Impact, but I I set it up to record. I yeah. set up Keenan to record too because I loved Keenan and Kel. I figured and I, loved, uh, I loved all that. I didn't. So want... I figured I'll figure I'll watch both of those tonight and see how they are. Yeah, I knew. Uh, I knew with Impact, I always have it on the DVR, so I always in case I miss it. Um, I didn't want any kind of conflicts to happen on the dvr so i'll probably catch young rock on hulu and or peacock i keep forgetting i have peacock and now i have it ad free i just i just went ahead and said fuck it and bumped it up to ad free right now because i was going to do it anyways with when see, the- I, I don't have peacock yet I, yet i didn't get it so i'm waiting to see what the whole convert like they said there was going to be some conversion thing mm-hmm. and if they're just going to take my old username and password from the wwe network and move it over to peacock I mean, and if I don't have to fucking change anything, that would be great. Yeah. See, so I'm just, I'm just waiting on waiting on WWE to release more information about how they're handling this. When Peacock launched, uh, they had a deal. I paid thirty bucks for the year, so like two fifty a month. Oh shit! Yeah, so I jumped on it. 
Well, how when when you did that, how do you how do you bump it up to ad free then? Now I think it added another five a month or something. But you already paid for a year. Yeah, but ad free is like another five a month. So you're basically since you've already paid the thirty, you're just, you're paying five dollars a month essentially now. Because it's gonna be ten a month ad free. How uh, like okay. At, I was paying 30 a month for with ads or 30 for the year with With ads on a special. That was a special. Yeah. That was a introductory. Hey, we're brand new. Jump on this deal. Well, here, here, here's the question. This is actually a great conversation to have. I didn't know you had Peacock already. Yeah, I did. I got it from the jump. How is the service? And do you, it does it offer live television now? If not, do you think that Peacock is going to be, a good enough service to handle live streaming these WWE pay-per-views. There's a, I haven't messed with it much, but I think there's a live, live air quotes section. That's like Pluto TV that has like a guide and stuff that I accidentally went to last night. Cause I'd been lately, I've been just putting on two and a half men on there when I go to bed. Yeah, and letting it run, and I, I accidentally went over to the left too far, and I think, and there's this weird section that almost looks like it's a, a guide. It's almost like live TV with a guide, but it's, it's like Pluto. It's not live TV, but it's it's programmed, recorded TV, scheduled out, and whatnot. Because I think there was an SNL channel and and shit like that, and so. I need to look at it a little closer because then I just went, I didn't look at it too much in depth. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I just, cause I went back and went to watch what I was going to watch. So, but no, I mean, it's, it's a fine service. It, it's. See, my main worry is like, this is, this is more of a peacock. In my understanding, it's more like a Netflix, right? Like there's just a whole bunch of on demand content. You can go on and watch whenever you want. Yeah. Like Netflix doesn't offer live live programming. Yeah. Like Disney Plus doesn't offer live programming. I mean, this is all this is all on demand content. You go on, you watch whatever you want. I fear how like I'm really happy that Fastlane is the first pay-per-view on Peacock because oh. if the first pay-per-view would have been WrestleMania and they had problems this shit would have been DOA from day one. Look at look at the screen here. Oh, I can let me turn this off. Are we talking about the Bucks of Youth coming out here? No, no, my screen. Oh, I was looking at the Bucks of Youth on Impact at sixty. See how that's like a programmed. That's like a guide, a channel guide. Yeah. With live TV. I bet that's where the network's going to fit in. And you tune in there probably for the live pay per view. I just hope it works. I hope there. I hope there's no. I hope that there's no issues. So there's going to be. I hope, a, I hope Fastlane streams beautifully, and all of my worries are non non founded essentially. So but what what I had accidentally stumbled upon was exactly what I what was right. It, it's like Pluto TV. There's channels, there's Saturday Night Live, there's Dateline NBC, there's the news, uh, whatever I have on right now. I have no idea what that is. That looks like some kind of news program. Um, so, yeah, I bet you they just add the network to that 
And so the pay-per-views are going to be right on that channel. You just go over to the channels section because uh, there's a uh, when you go to the Peacock app, there's uh, three sections. There's channels, trending, and browse. So trending's what's trending. A lot of it's news. I think it's a lot of news stories and highlights. Browse is your Netflix, and channels is your live TV. So they already got it built in. It appears. Yeah, I just like I said, I I, I really I hope it's all I hope it's all good. Like I don't, I don't want problems, and that's just yeah. to me. That's just my main worry. I'm just worried that you know, the net, the, like, they took years to perfect really the network. You, you know what I mean? To really get the oh, uh, it was a mess in the beginning. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a disaster. So like, I'm just, I'm just worried that like Peacock's not gonna be ready, ready for this. I hope I'm wrong. I. I I want it. I want it to be great. I I want to be able to watch watch my WWE pay per views without any issue. But I guess we'll wait and see how it all how it all ends up. Yeah. So my guess is the network, the live stream of what's on now is just going to be tacked onto that channel's set up there. And yeah, obviously, people watching that right now is going to be nowhere near the amount that's going to be tuning in for the network. So yeah, they got to be ready for that. But Hey, it's now it's the network. It's NBC. They should have money behind it. So hey, we'll find out. Well, didn't the network uh, kind of had a fast lane pay per view test drive on their first pay per view back then too, didn't they? Uh, the I think the first pay per view on the network back then was what did they was it did the network debut the day after the elimination chamber or was it? the day before or was it on the elimination chamber because i know it was like in 2014 um it might have been the day the network might have debuted the day after the chamber uh, i just hope everything i hope everything works like i'm probably just i'm probably just I'm probably just worried over nothing, but network launched on. Yeah, you're right. Network launched on the 24th, which was the day after the chamber, but they had NXT arrival that Wednesday. So NXT arrival was the first live show that they test drove where Bo Dallas took on Adrian Neville in a ladder match for the NXT championship. Remember those days? Yeah. God, what the hell are they doing with Bo Dallas now? Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona taking on Brian Myers and Hernandez. Finally, we get Cardona and Myers clashing in a ring. Um, Myers, of course, was avoiding it for the longest time, but uh, uh, eventually it did happen. And uh, uh, but in the end, it was uh, it was uh, and it was uh, Brian Myers pending Cardona. What'd you think of this match, Matt? I didn't like seeing Cardona job in an impact already, but I mean, he doesn't have a contract, so 
Oh, he doesn't yet? I was going to ask you that. No, he still doesn't have a contract. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're not going to sign anywhere, like he's implying, he has implied in recent interviews that he has no desire to be locked into a long-term contract anywhere. I, I don't know if that's his his excuse for not signing with AEW or covering up for why he didn't get a full-time deal with them. I don't know, but I mean, that's, that's, that's what he's been saying in in interviews lately. But I mean, if that's legit, like he just doesn't want to be under a long-term contract anywhere. He can't expect to get a sustained push anywhere. If he's not willing to commit to a company, No, like no company is going to push you long-term if if you're not going to sign on the dotted line and you know be part of their plans going forward, so I'm not really sure what his what his you know what his end game plan is right now. But if you're not if you don't pick a company and sign in long term, I can't fault Impact, AEW, Ring of Honor, whoever you go and work for. I can't fault them for not giving you a long term push because they can't trust that you're going to be there. So I don't know. I think if, if if he's being legit and he really doesn't want a long term contract right now, I think he's. I think he's shooting himself in the foot. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, at least he's having fun now, uh, feuding with his best friend. So. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. Uh, Diener took on Jake something, uh, a good little battle there. Uh, Jake sneaks out with a victory, gets beat up by uh, Violent by Design after the match. Uh, they're going to have a rematch next week. That's maybe when, well, apparently Violent by Design's uh, 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 Doring and, and Eric Young are not going to be at ringside, but I'm sure they'll get involved somehow. Maybe that's where... Uh, the odds get evened. Maybe Rhino and Heath, as I predicted last week, uh, maybe they show up and even up the odds. Uh, we'll see. Um, some backstage segments of uh, with Tommy uh, wishing Tommy Dreamer happy birthday. Those are pretty cool. As Tommy turned fifty on uh, Saturday, triple threat revolver as uh, as expected. This was a very good match. A very cool concept. I kind of liked it. Uh, continuous, uh, basically a triple threat gauntlet match. Uh, when one guy gets uh, eliminated, another guy comes in, and you continue the triple threat match all the way through to the end. And um, your competitors: Josh Alexander, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Blake Christian, Davari, Willie Mack, Trey McGill, and Suicide. Interesting. Earlier on, I believe on that same day, I think they announced that Blake Christian signed a WWE deal. I, I swear that was on Saturday that they announced that, Matt. It was either Friday or Saturday. WWE hasn't announced it yet. Oh, they haven't. Okay, it just broke on that day. Yeah, it, they broke. I, I think PW Insider broke it. It was either PW Insider or Fightful. I think it might have been. I think it was PW Insider. And if I'm wrong on that, I apologize. But they've they both been breaking a lot of uh, signing news as, as of late. Josh Alexander looked very impressive in this match. I, I was uh, very. I thought, he looked, I thought he looked really great tonight too. Yes, that match with TJP tonight was fucking great. I actually thought he was going to win the title. I at, did too. At, at a couple points, so they did. They did a good job. They they sold me a ticket, as they like of, to say. A lot of people. A lot of people were impressed with tonight. So I don't think. 
I don't think he's done yet on that in that picture um, by any stretch of the imagination. We'll get to that in a minute. I got I got a couple of things from that match I want to bring up. But uh, Josh Alexander wins the triple threat revolver. Uh, Looked awesome. Um, Figured figured the obvious would be Trey Miguel, but so it was kind of a surprise to see Josh Alexander. But Josh looked completely awesome in that match. It was a and it was as I said, entertaining match throughout. Uh, as all X division matches on a pay per view are, they uh, I have especially since we've started covering Impact again. I don't think we've seen an X division match on a pay per view or special really disappoint. Knockouts tag titles: Neve and Havoc took on Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles in a no DQ Texas Tornado match with Fire and Flavor uh, getting out the win. Uh, very solid win, I think, for Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles. Uh, especially with the rule set that was involved, uh, kind of proved their toughness, uh, proved their their worth as a team. Uh, I think it was a very solid match. Uh, of course, after the match, maybe uh, teasing a little dissension with Nevaeh and Havoc, which we'll uh, talk about later on with Impact here in just a minute. Uh, X Division title. Uh, again, you know, like we just mentioned, anything with the X Division on a pay per view is never going to disappoint. And TJP and Rohit Raju, uh, they brought it. It was good. Uh, of course, we expected uh, Shara to get involved. He did. And as both Matt and I predicted, it wouldn't be good enough. We both predicted TJP to come out on top, and it did with the uh, Mamba Splash uh, in a very good match. And uh, and like I said, I've come around on Rohit Raju over the past uh, six months. I think he's been a phenomenal talent and also uh, been good outside of the ring as well. I've, I've really come around on him since uh, giving him a first look here since we've been coming back to Impact. Interview with Tommy Dreamer ahead of the main event tonight, and then we head into our uh, our uh, our six women tag uh, with uh, ODB, Jordan Grace, Jazz taking on Deanna Perazzo, Susan, and Kimberly. Uh, the good girls get the win there with Jazz tapping out Susan in the STF. Uh, very uh, very entertaining match there with those ladies. Triple Threat Tag Team Championship match. Co-main event, I guess you. I, I would definitely call that a co-main event, right, Matt? Yeah, I, I would. I would say so. Oh man, how close was Private Party? Close, but no cigar. Oh, so close, but Carl Anderson at the right place at the right time to to uh, to pull off Mark Quinn after the shooting star. Um, after Hardy uh, Hardy hit a twist of fate on Storm, Quinn hit a, a shooting star. But Carl Anderson at the right place at the right time to throw Quinn out of the ring and get the pin for the Good Brothers retaining, as Matt predicted. I, I tried to will it. I tried to will AEW tag champions in Impact, but I couldn't quite do it, Matt. I think you might be getting Impact tag team champions in AEW. Yeah. After Revolution. Yeah. Because I think... The Young Bucks are losing those tag titles on Wednesday to Santana and Ortiz. I agree. And I think that the Good Brothers are going to have something to do with it. Oh. And, and I uh, think that's going to lead to the Good Brothers against the Young Bucks for the Impact tag team titles at Revolution. And I think the Young Bucks win those titles on March 7th. 
Ooh, I like that book and pal. Yep. It's such good shit. I like so we it. We can get the bucks against the machine guns. Well, as long as the uh, the crossovers weren't strained because of of, of a, an idiot. Well, he's claiming that he doesn't have heat. Okay. Well, that's what he that's what he said on his vlog today. I he hope not. Doing, he did a bit at the beginning of the of the vlog. He was doing a snow angel on on the street in Texas in the snow. Yeah. And How about Sammy Guevara, by the way. And they and, and his, I think it was his, I think it's his girlfriend who's holding the camera, and she's like, "What are you doing?" Because he's like doing it in like a t-shirt and pants. Yeah. And I uh, direct quotes here. He's like, he's like, "Don't you read the internet? It said I have lots of heat, so I thought I didn't need a jacket, but I'm cold, so cold." <laughs> and the woman holding the camera called him an idiot, and she said. You can't believe everything you read on the internet because every, not everything written online is true. And Guevara said, so if I believe everything I read on the inter- online, I'm a fucking idiot. So. Well, let's hope not. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to hope that he doesn't actually have heat and this is much ado about nothing. But Sammy... still, the fact remains, Guevara was supposed to be on impact tonight. Mm-hmm. And due to creative differences or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Got pulled. You no, know, it ain't happening. Got pulled so, from Impact. Well, at least we get, we got the Tony ad though. Any idea what he was supposed to do or who he was supposed to be involved with? I, I don't I don't know for sure now. All right, let's let's hope let's hope the internet's wrong. Wouldn't be the first time. Oh, well, especially when it comes out of Meltzer's mouth. Uh, so it was reported from Slam Wrestling. Yeah. But was also, like, it was it was pretty much semi-confirmed by both Fightful and PW Insider. That's why I was saying. So, that's yeah, where I, I saw mean, that. I saw it first from Fightful. Yeah, well, it came from Slam, it came from Slam and Fightful followed up. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what happens in the next couple of weeks? Because, I mean, Sammy shouldn't be on AEW television anytime soon. No, because he... Because he said he, he needed to go away for a while. Yeah, so he'll be off camera for a while. That's probably why he was going to Impact. Yeah, I mean, that that was the whole setup, in my opinion. Yep. But now that you're not going to Impact, what are you going to do? My well, other thing I thought of... Well, maybe cooler heads. Maybe there's some cooler heads, but ex- except for the fact that, well, I, I guess Impact doesn't tape as far out anymore. So maybe, maybe there's some cooler heads, and he comes back the next tapings. I don't know, but yeah, but I mean that would be like a month from now. Ship sail- ship's least. probably sailed. Yeah, I think the ship on that is sailed. I don't think it's happening now. But the other thing I thought of before the whole Impact talk started, I wondered if Guevara went over and did some tapings in L.A. for New Japan Strong. Mm. because, I mean, Mox and, and Kenta on the, on the 26th, as far as I know, was taped in December. Mm. So, like, they, they taped that match, like, ages ago. But, and you I, know, you gotta figure Mox dropped. Venue, so no, no spoilers are getting out. And you got to figure Mox dropped the belt there. I don't know if he did. Oof. He, he's held that belt for so long with hardly any defense. Yeah, but like... at the same token, if, if, if Moxley was this important, to New Japan, 
True. to bridge this gap between these two companies to work together. True. Maybe they want Moxley to keep the title. True. So, like, all eyes are going to be on New Japan Strong on February 26th. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't really go out of my way to watch that show. Um, Not because I don't think I'd enjoy it, but just because I'm kind of wrestled out by Friday night at 10 o'clock. Is that on New uh, Japan World? Is so that much New- fucking... Re- yeah, it's New Japan World. There's just... To me, I've watched so much wrestling throughout the week for my job already. Yeah. Like, by the time I get to Friday, like, SmackDown's the only wrestling show I don't have to write about. So, like, after SmackDown's over, I'm just kind of spent. I'm just like, oh, you know, so enough, much, enough wrestling. Yeah, there's so Same much to watch. I just can't even get – I can't even get dark in anymore. There's just so I much, have so not much seen, to watch. I will, I will sadly admit I haven't seen dark in, like, a month. It's too much to watch. It's Which hard to get because it because I've heard the commentary that Negative One has done on commentary with, with Excalibur and Taz has been hilarious. Is, it, really is he on every week? That out. Is he on I, I know he was on at least two weeks in a row. I, I don't know if he's been on lately. The whole but show? I know like two, no, like for like a match or two. But I, I heard he was great. And he was telling Excalibur to shut up and Taz was popping. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I just, yeah, I, I would love to watch Dark. I just, I don't feel like I have the time anymore. No, I don't either. You know, especially since this is my job now, right? Writing yeah. about professional wrestling is my job. And Dark isn't a requirement for me to watch um, because someone else on the website covers Dark. So I just I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in like a month. I <sighs> when just it's, haven't had it's, time. It's two hours long. It's hard to, it's hard to get, it's hard to fit in. Yeah. When you want to, other things, there's other things that I want to do and... I watched the first round of the women's tournament on Monday. Yeah. But I mean, that's only an hour. Yeah. You know, it's not like two and a half hours every freaking week. Yeah. So. Yeah. What, main, what, can, what can you do? Main event, Rich Swan, Tommy Dreamer on Dreamer's 50th birthday. Uh, tremendous main event on maybe, maybe Dreamer's last uh, uh, main event pay-per-view for a major company. Who knows? Um, but as as I said on the show last week, expect it to be a hell of a match, and uh, don't you know? Don't be surprised at the result, and uh, that's basically what happened. But uh, damn, uh, unless Dreamers got double joints in his hands uh, and kayfabe that finger, ooh, that looked ugly. That was nasty. That looked ugly, but he's a tough son of a bitch pour some water on it, pop it back in. Let's go back to work. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he could kayfabe that all the shit he's done over the days. Maybe that just pops out real easy. You know, I don't know either way. It did the job for us uh, watching at home. Didn't it, Matt? <laughs> well, bet. Uh, so Rich Swan gets the win. A great main event though. Wasn't it, Matt? Yeah, I thought Very it was a good man. I, I, just, I like I knew what the outcome was gonna be. Yeah. And honestly, when when I know what an outcome of a main event is gonna be ahead of time, I kinda for some reason I just can't invest into it as much as I'd want to. Like I knew there was no way in hell Dreamer was gonna win. So but I mean, yeah, it was still it was still a good match. Uh after the match, also no surprise, Moose comes and attacks them both. The show ends, or does it when all of a sudden we see New Japan 
uh, a, a New Japan announcers talking and the announcement that Finjuice is coming to Impact on Tuesday. How about that, Matt? I dude, when when the video first started airing, I didn't realize it was for Impact. I didn't either. I thought because something else I was, was like, is this up. an advertisement for another fight event coming soon? Yeah, because it aired after it, it aired after the the Impact um the the the. It aired after the Impact logo. With yeah, because I watched the Anthem line at the bottom. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched it on Fight as well, and I shut it off. I, I I shut it off in the middle of it, thinking it was the next show or something, or an ad for another show. I shut it off. I didn't know what it was till I saw it on Twitter five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I like. I watched it, and I'm like, was this for Impact? Yeah, I was. I, I was confused, and I went to Twitter and saw that it was, and I'm like. Oh shit! Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and, and even what even better what we get later on, but we'll get to that in a minute. First off, uh, we kick things off with what uh, we talked about earlier: Josh Alexander, TJP, tremendous match, uh, and, and a lot of the internet uh, uh, heaping praise uh, as well from the likes of uh, Gail Kim uh, to a lot of uh, of the peers in the locker room on Twitter as well. Uh, very well deserved because that was a hell of a match between TJP and Josh Alexander. Uh, Josh Alexander having a hell of a week. I think that might've been one of the best TV matches I've seen this year so far in terms of like a one-on-one contest. Yeah. I thought they, I thought they killed it. Yeah. I mean, we, we might have to, might have to put a little bookmark on that for a marquee award, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll remember it 10 months from now with the year of matches we're probably going to get. Yeah, with all these companies working together, but damn, on on a on a random Tuesday night, yeah, that was a hell of a good match. Yeah, uh, we got some more X Division uh, later on. Um, before that, though, uh, Hernandez tracks down Myers to collect the rest of his money. Uh, he, he was claiming dodge uh, that Myers was dodging him. Uh, we have uh, Hernandez and Cardona one on one tonight. Same thing. Half up front gets the rest when he beats Cardona. So, uh, uh, so uh, Hernandez got some dollars, and Falaba shows up. Falaba has a gambling problem. I miss him when he just said "ba." <laughs> Fala wanted to uh, wanted some money from Hernandez so he could play more blackjack at Swingers Palace, uh, and then he uh, Hernandez said, "Hell no, you're just going to lose it." And uh, Fala said, "How about twenty? I'll make it 40. And uh, Hernandez said, well, how about I'll give you 10, you make it 20. And uh, 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 hilariously, James Storm on Twitter said that, uh, uh, well, you just lost that 10, Hernandez. And sure enough, he did. Uh, X Division action, four-way dance, Davari suicide, Trey Miguel and Willie Mack with Trey Miguel getting the win. And uh, Trey Miguel heading to the back, coming through the doors, and look who's waiting, but Sammy Callahan just waiting to uh, uh, take a couple more digs at him uh, as they continue to sow the seeds of that feud. In Scott DeMora's office, Ace Austin wants his X Division title shot. And DeMora says, well, we're going to have a six-man tag next week. The winners will then meet in a triple threat, and the winner of that triple threat will get a title shot. Hernandez took on Matt Cardona. Cardona comes out on top with that. Uh, Cardona doing a post-match interview talking about Myers and uh, 
He was shooting, brother. He was shooting. Was he shooting? He was shooting. With no work? And uh, old, uh, what's his nickname? Uh, bad, uh, bad Mood Brian? Bad Mood Brian. <laughs> Not Somebody... bare minimum Brian right now. He's Bad Mood Brian. I don't know who said it. Um, I don't know if it was Demore or it might have been uh, Penzer. I know his name. I just fucked up early on. <laughs> David Penzer. I, it said it was like it was like the best nickname in wrestling right now. <laughs> bad, bad mood, Brian. Uh, Brian didn't like uh, Myers. Didn't like what uh, Cardona had to say. Uh, uh, interviewed by Gia there, and uh, uh, while well, him and Hernandez attacked Cardona, and then Eddie Edwards made the save. Yeah, I just wish you know I, I like seeing these two guys feud, you know, knowing that they're best friends and such in, in real life. You know, kayfabe's dead. Shut up! But uh, yeah, just not knowing he's signed, it's kind of tough, you know, to think long term on this. Uh, we got a paid ad from Tony Khan where there's a belated Valentine's gift for Kenny Omega tomorrow on Dynamite, and somebody goes, "Is it is it Koto Ibushi?" Yeah, I doubt that. Yeah. I wonder what it'll be though, Matt. Any any guesses? I would assume it will be I'm assuming that it's going to be um them announcing who he will defend his championship against at Revolution. It's such good shit. It could very well be him. <laughs> I don't know. I watched uh uh, as I was going to sleep last night. I think night. they'd be better off doing a, doing a triple threat or With, something. So if Moxley isn't getting the title back, he doesn't have to be pinned. Yeah, With who? Lance Archer. Kenta. Um, Eddie Kingston. Oh, man. I don't know. There's plenty, there's plenty of people you could throw in there. Omega, Kenta, and Moxley? Fuck me. Uh, I think that'd be pretty dope. Speaking of Moxley, uh, I hadn't watched uh, uh, anything by this fine gentleman in a while, so I popped in uh, uh, Chris Van Vliet's interview with uh, Renee Paquette yesterday, last night. Uh, that was a a damn good uh, a damn good interview there. Uh, I think it was from a couple weeks ago. It's always fun listening to Renee cuss, and she cusses a lot on this interview. <laughs> really good interview. A really good interview. I, yeah, I subscribed to her channel too to listen to um, her new podcast, uh, uh, which has had obviously, I believe John's been on. I think I, she, I know she said he's always the backup plan if she can't get a guest. Uh, CM Punk has been on. I, I know, so that'll be definitely one to check out. Uh, Nevea uh, de- trying to decide what the future should be as she continuously gets pinned and uh, being the losing factor for the team with Havoc. When Tennille Dashwood shows up and is trying to pitch herself as Havoc's new partner, Nevaeh says, well, screw you. I'll challenge you to a match. Reno Scum enters the Impact Arena as they take on Finn Juice. And after Finn Juice gets the win, the Good Brothers come out. And they say they love when some young boys come to pop the territory. Because, <laughs> of course, they were the young boys when uh, the Good Brothers were in Japan, weren't they? So they invited him out for some drinks and uh and uh Finley said, Oh yeah, as long as Anderson isn't passed out in his own urine by midnight. 
Uh, good stuff between those guys, huh? You know we're get we gotta we gotta have a match between this these two teams, don't we? We gotta eventually. You would certainly think so. We gotta. Uh, next up is uh, what I like to call Wrestle Bar. Rohit Raju upset at Shara for costume in the title match on Saturday when he bumps into James Storm and spills his beer. That's God. That's just a kiss of death, ain't it, Matt? Sorry. About your damn beer. <laughs> uh, and uh, Saban goes, you know, Storm doesn't lose any bar fights, and he knows every bouncer in here. Storm tips the bouncer and apologizes and, and clocks uh, Rohit with a beer bottle. And and uh, they're getting ready to leave, but Swinger talked him into going to uh, Swinger's Palace where there's some cheap booze, and then Swinger steals the tip from the bartender on the way out. Uh, what a Mizark. And Falabaugh came in with his $10 and lost immediately, and then he had to get escorted out. Then we got the great line from James Storm talking about <laughs> talking about uh, a couple of gentlemen from uh, TNA's past. Oh, man. That was a great line, by the way. If, if anybody was a fan of the of the business, of the biz back in the day, Anybody that was a fan back in the day, they, they popped, right, Matt? I must have missed the line. Oh, about Chris Harris and uh... he brought up Chris Harris again. No, in that segment, he brought up Chris Harris very early in that segment when he yeah. went, when they were still at the bar. Well, they were all basically, yeah, it all blends together. You know. Okay, I, mean? I thought you meant he said something after Fallaball no, left. No, 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 no. Okay. I was all right. I was confused. I was like, "Wait!" Like, I was I was basically melding the two segments together. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, sorry, I was confused. Sorry about, about your damn confusion. Uh, Tennille Dash thoughts would be, on suicide being a, a, the residential impact jobber in twenty twenty one. Well, it is Caleb with a K, so <laughs> I am very convinced it's him based on how he's moving in the ring. But yeah. I haven't seen enough of Caleb with a K wrestling to tell you if it's him or not. I just, just yeah, just watch. <laughs> Go watch a NWA Power match. Uh, Tennille Dash would beat Nevaeh. Into the fire. Man, I miss that show. Into the fire. I miss that show, and now there's nobody left but Nick Aldis. Yeah, I do. I know, like, they're losing people left and right. Dummy. Like, I... Like yeah. I, hear, I don't. I literally, besides Aldis and and Thunder Rosa, I don't know who they're gonna have left when they finally start back up again. Aaron if they Stevens. ever start back up again, Aaron Stevens and Trevor Murdoch, I think, are still there. Oh, that yeah, that's true. Yeah, because they put uh, they put the the tag titles on Sandow when they had Storm and Drake drop them on that on that wrestling show that nobody bought on pay per view. Was that Sandow <laughs> and and uh, question mark? No, it's like TJ Drake or oh. something like that. Like a name I've never even heard of won them. And then uh, I, only know, I only know this because I had to write about Eli Drake's impact, like not impact, Eli Drake's uh, NXT debut. Go and I, had, I, I went and looked up when the, what what the last thing he did with NWA was. And I saw it was, it was him and Storm dropping the tag titles in November on one of those stupid shitty primetime uh 
wrestling shows that nobody watched. Oh, I can't imagine anybody paying eight bucks to see that. Like, there's so much wrestling on TV right now for free. Who the fuck's going to pay for that? And, uh, Dummies, yeah. Dummy, yeah. Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos. That was close. He's so well-known, he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Stevens will probably just steal it from him and give it to Question Mark whenever NWA comes back. Uh, and Trevor Murdoch is your North American uh, champion, whatever they call it there. Is it the North American champion or... Something I like think that. so. Yeah, something something along those lines. Yeah. 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 Let me talk to you. Uh Susan wanted to fight Jazz and uh Deanna and Kimber calm her down. Shut up, Susan. Be it a Susan. And uh, I, want Su- I want Susie back. <laughs> uh, Diano trying to get Demore to uh, get them a ta- knockouts tag title shot. Demore says that's a good idea, but you got to beat Jazz and Jordan Grace first. The winners then will get Fire and Flava. We all know who's probably winning that one, considering the tag champs are heels. Old yeah, school. I, I, I want to see. This is what I wanted to see in the first place. Oh yeah was was this match is so like yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it and uh main event old school rules <clears throat> moose against tommy dreamer and with moose getting the win there next week on impact deaner and jake something in a tables match black tarus chris bay ace austin taking on Willie Mack, Trey Miguel, and Josh Alexander. The winning team then will get a triple threat match for the number one contendership for the X division. And then the knockouts tag match we just talked about. BTE talking to, is Scorpio hurt or is he just focusing on this his show now? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Talking about $15,000 Jordans. What the? Got to be fake, though. I mean, if they're dirty and the guy's wearing them, it can't be real, right? Some people don't have any value of money. That's true. Um, Matt Hardy's not answering the private party calls. He's a little mad. Fuck Matt Hardy. <laughs> Silver. Can't, can't, can't wait till he gets the TV tomorrow and realize he signed the wrong contract. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to see what's on that contract. He freaking. He's freaking. He's freaking still bragging about it today on Twitter. Oh yeah. So I retweet. I retweeted it and said, "Big money, Matt doesn't watch the product." <laughs> uh, Silver and Reynolds. Uh, well, Silver thought uh, he was talking to Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, no, it was Luther and Serpentico. Like, how could you get that mixed up, guys? Well, it's it's Johnny Hungy, so what do you expect? Um, Luther doing his best uh, Sting imitation. The singer Sting from U2, you know. Speaking of Serpentico, Brian Cage uh, shared his uh, 
or impact or I don't know if impact shared it or if Brian shared it or, or impact shared it and Brian retweeted it. Uh, uh, impact uh, or Brian cages uh, impact debut was against Serpentico. Uh, he was unmasked a generic jobber guy that just got killed by K- by cage, but that was kind of interesting. I, I, I liked cages uh, uh, comment on the video. He's like, I, I, I see this guy around from time to time. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, then we got some kind of battle between uh, uh, the Latinas and uh, the Dark Order with uh, with the defector of Alex Abrahentes. <laughs> oh boy! And I swear to God, Sammy has worn that same shirt like the last three BTEs. They must film a lot of these in advance. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, I would imagine like there's nothing wrong with filming shit at a time, though. Get shit in the can. <laughs> that is good advice, Matt. Get shit in the can. You know what I mean. Damn it. You don't want you don't want people to have to pick it up. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Hell no. More fun with the dark order. Uh, for some reason, five's answering emails. Anna. 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 And I don't know why people are dancing for uh, Nia, Nia, ja- or Nia Jax. <laughs> See, I, I can't get names right today. Nyla Rose and uh, and uh, Vicky Guerrero, the the non versions of of Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. I don't know why I don't know why people are dancing for them, but uh, yeah. And then they yeah, make... I, I I didn't understand that segment at all. And then we then we make fun of Cutler falling asleep everywhere. I did not realize that was Cutler at first because he always like has the hood on and is always sleeping. At first, I thought it was uh, Peter Avalon they were making fun of, but no. And uh, Sammy Guevara. Uh, saying he's not defending the BTE belt on BTE. He's going to defend it on his vlog. So did he defend it on his vlog this week? I haven't watched it yet. He did. And unfortunately, 10 was replaced by um why can't I remember her name? The alien. Statlander? Yeah, Chris Statlander. Thank you. She was wearing 10's mask and she won. Oh. And then they and then they were like, "Wait, you're not ten. And they took the mask off, and it was Chris Statlander. And and Sammy's like, "Oh, it's a disqualification. I keep the championship." Type type of thing. So it's like, "Oh, really? Yeah." Lame. Give me the views. I need some of the fucking views. And I bet you got a lot of views this week when everybody thought he had heat. Oh, yeah. I hope he doesn't, because I love the guy. But goddamn, you gotta. I hope he. I hope. Look, I hope he doesn't either. And I hope it was like a, you know, a telephone story that got out of hand. But who knows? Because you, you can't really, also be picky, at this stage of your career either. Yeah. Especially with something as big as a crossover like this. 
I'm uh, with pri- you, brother. Uh, private party wasn't picky, and it has been big for them. Big money. Oh, did you see Matt Hardy's tweet about the new Curry bot? No. Oh, he's bragging about this new expensive Curry bot. So I, I, I replied to him. I go, oh, you better make the contract 40% now. NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day happened on Valentine's Day. And uh, Jesus Christ, Matt, what a show, huh? Top to bottom, not a dud in the house, was there? Such good shit. It's such good shit. I got the Vince one, but I got to go switch. See how quick I can do it here. This is such good shit. It's such good shit. If I'm quick with the mouse, I can switch pages (laughs) on the old soundboard pretty quickly. Um... We kick things off with the women's final in the Dusty Cup. Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai against Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. And uh, again, the, the, this was a hell of a, a start to the day. Uh, the the ladies got 18 minutes and uh, definitely uh, set the tone, uh, set the bar high, set the tone for what was to be a very tremendous takeover. And uh, maybe a surprise to some, maybe not. Uh, with uh, Raquel and Dakota getting the win, uh, Raquel getting the pin as she's just been pushed to the moon, to the moon. Um, and uh, might be the might be the next. Uh, she might be the one to dethrone EO the way they're building her up, uh, considering EO retained, uh, unless a certain uh, wife of uh, John Morrison, sh- you know, shows up and, and challenges Matt. Well, she signed. She signed. I don't understand why she's going to NXT. Don't know. Whatever. So, uh, to me, with your with your with with her husband on the main roster, it just made sense to to fast track her right to Raw and put them together. Yeah, put them together and get him away from Miz. Kind of, dude. Miz shined on Monday without Morrison there. He did. absolutely shine and you could recreate you could recreate what they did in lucha underground with the worldwide underground when it was uh when it was morrison and taya and pj black and jack evans that was a hell of a stable in in lucha underground yeah they didn't even want to do a bullet club reunion they sure as fuck ain't gonna do anything from lucha underground well no i'm not saying copy what they did i'm just saying have a something similar I mean, they sure as hell ain't getting PJ, PJ Black and Jack Evans over. I mean, so. But, uh, so, uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai get a challenge for the tag titles, whoever may be holding them whenever they're going to be doing that. I don't know if, I don't know if it's going to be, uh, I, I have a feeling Naomi and Lana are going to win them. And then it's going to be Raquel and uh, Dakota taking on. Naomi and Lana, you never know. Yeah, it would not. It would not surprise me to see that Lana and Naomi are transitional champions for uh huh for Dakota and Raquel. Yep. Uh, the next match was quite possibly uh, right behind me there. The match of the evening, uh, quite possibly, is going to be could stand the test of time to be a marquee for match of the year in NXT. 
Johnny Gargano and Kushida was just amazing, wasn't it, Matt? Uh, dude, I didn't think there was a bad match on the show. No, but so I, I thought I thought everything was really good. And I know some people complained that the the women's triple threat match wasn't that great, but I thought it was a good match. I was, didn't like who won. It was it was um, it was probably I still thought it was a good match. If you're gonna say like what was the least of the five, you would probably say the triple threat, but it still was good. But it would have been longer if the table wasn't have broke. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, Tony's strong. I mean, come on. Wade Wade Barrett saved Wade that. Wade sold that shit. He fucking MSK smashed it up earlier. He fucking was quick on the trigger on that one. That was uh, well done by Wade there to 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 do that because man, that was a good save, dude. This is definitely, in my opinion, I think this is going to eventually still stand up and be a nominee for for match of the year. This was how good Kushida and Gargano was. Go back and watch it again if you need to. Uh, uh, if you haven't watched it, what the fuck are you doing? Go watch it again, but. Man, it was good. And even more impressive, the way didn't get in the way, pun intended. Well, they might have in the beginning, but old Dexter Loomis got the chloroform out and took out Austin Th- Austin Theory and then started and then took over his Twitter account, which is even funnier. Uh he started uh uh, uh editing his Twitter profile and posting on Twitter. That was kind of funny. Um uh, so, uh, and then the, the girls went to look for him after that. So it was a true one-on-one match, which Gargano won clean, uh, which was even better considering, uh, uh, he's a heel and does, you know, a lot of cheap things, uh, recently too. So this definitely to me going to stand up in the match of the year category. Um, I would assume Loomis probably going to be up next for the North American, uh, title based on what he's doing there. Matt makes sense, right? I guess I'm not really interested in seeing it. I, I I would like to believe that Gargano and and Kushida aren't done, but I mean he beat him clean. He did. So like I rather would have had interference. So Got like it. I I felt like there would have been a reason to continue, but I mean he beat him clean now, and I'm just like so. God, I wanted Kushida. To, I wanted Kushida. It's to another win. thing. Yeah, I wanted Tony to win, and I wanted Kushida to win. Yeah, and those are the only things that prevented me from saying like this was like the perfect takeover. Moving because, on, because me, I, 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 here's something that irks me. I heard Bully get on get on his little soapbox on Busted Open this week. He's been and, on a soapbox a lot lately. Yeah, well, he had the he had the nerve to say that wrestling fans shouldn't have the right to say they didn't like a show just because they weren't happy with who won. And I think that's bullshit. Uh, because to me, half of loving wrestling is seeing the people that you want to win win. WrestleMania thirty made it made the whole show with that yeah. story of Daniel Bryan. Agreed. Yeah. So like, I don't I don't want to hear the fact that just because like I can't say that I didn't enjoy the show. Like 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 look, if a wrestling fan who wanted everybody to win that didn't win on sun on on Sunday, and they said I didn't like the show because nobody that I wanted to win won. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I get that. Like, I totally understand that. Like, how is that not an argument and a leg to stand on? I think, like, if your favorites don't win any, like, if if you picked your favorites out of every match and all five matches 
your favorites didn't win. I completely understand if you didn't like that show, no matter how good the in-ring work was from bell to bell. Yeah. Come on, bully. Stop being a douche. <laughs> I agree. He's going to block you now. <clears throat> don't, 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 don't say that. I, I don't, I don't need bully Ray coming after me on Twitter. <laughs> Men's. Look I, I look, I love Bully, but sometimes he's, his opinions, I'm just like, come on, dude. Come on. Come on. Men's final, the Dusty Cup. MSK, GYV. My God, was this good. A couple of clashing, clashes in styles. Some ground and pound brawlers against the high flyers, and it didn't matter. They still worked very well together. Uh, MSK continuing to uh, impress since they debuted in NXT. Uh, Triple H is just listening to the show and is like, ha, I'm going to keep making sure Matt's wrong. Uh, and I'm going to keep pushing MSK. Uh, he's going to make. Uh, uh, I'm going to make sure JB's right. Uh, because I picked these guys to win it all from the beginning until Ciampa and Thatcher got put in there. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to change my pick. And I shouldn't have changed my pick because my original pick was MSK. And I really didn't think they were going to let them win this tournament. And I predicted they would. Just because I like, – well, Do you think they're going to go all the way? Do you think they're going to beat Lorcan and Birch? It's time to t- – And yeah, win the tag titles. Yeah, because Lorcan and Birch are doing nothing with those tag titles. But at the same token, how how nothing are they if they don't have the tag titles? Like I feel like the tag titles are the only thing keeping those two relevant right now. And they're gonna go back to yeah. <laughs> they're gonna go back to two oh five live, pal. Done lost. Uh we have no sign of Pat McAfee right now because he's a busy guy. Uh yeah. I MSK is gonna win the titles. If it wasn't the original plan, it's the plan now. It's the plan. Uh, uh, MSK to win everything. Uh, um, just so Matt can be wrong. Uh, somebody told me. Uh, somebody told me what MSK probably stands for, which even makes more sense than what I came up with. Oh, lay it on me. Marijuana smoking kids. Uh, that works. I like yours better. Men who smoke kush. Yeah. But yeah, that you know that you're probably right there. It's one or the other. Like the fact that they will refuse to reveal what MSK stands for, it's <laughs> one or the other. You already know. Absolutely one or the other. Uh somebody said this, uh somebody said this on Twitter during this match. It's like Oh, it looks like the uh, doomsday device on the outside is the new apron spot. <laughs> it's starting to happen all the time. I feel like the doomsday device is just a new transition spot, and I hate it. Well, no, the on the outside. It's being used on the outside all the time now. But, I, dude, I see the doomsday device being used constantly, not just on the outside. Yeah. Like, I see the doomsday device being used everywhere, and I, and I hate it because simply, like, that... Oh. To me, is like the greatest tag team finisher of all time. Oh, and now fuckers are just using it and like, like it means nothing. And like that to me, that just kind of bugs me. Uh, but 
I'd be remiss. I'd be remiss if we did not bring up the brilliant open to take over by Josiah Williams, by the way. It was a fun open. And uh, speaking of Josiah Williams, uh, his uh, Cameron Grimes song. <laughs> oh, that's good. Old Cameron Grimes. He, uh, he, he, Cameron Grimes. To the, Cameron Grimes. Uh, he, he, he invested in some GameStop stock, apparently. Uh, he's rich now. Uh, dude, oh, man, I am. This is good. I'm laughing my ass off. Uh, and in a month, he's going to invest it in something and just be flat broke. Guaranteed. He's going to be flat broke within a month. But it's going to be funny as hell. I enjoy it. I love Cameron Grimes. It's a great character. This is even better uh, that now that he's rich and he's going to lose it all. And uh, I can't wait till Wednesday. I'm going to see what they do with this thing. I'm excited. I know you're not as high on him as I am, but it's funny. To me, it's, this is... It's such good shit. Um, I mean, he's to me, he's just he's just a joke character. Good that, wrestler, though. Thing. Like, he's I, had I good just, matches, I, though. I just can't take him seriously. Yeah, but um, it's fine. People people find him entertaining. People think he's funny, so yeah, it's fine. I don't, I don't fault anybody for liking him. It's he's just he's just not for me. So. Uh, triple threat match: Io Shirai, Mercedes Martinez, Tony Storm. Uh, went about 12 minutes there with EO getting the retain. Now, we both picked Tony Storm, but as soon as uh, it was announced that Taya Valkyrie, which I, WWE hasn't officially announced that either yet, right? No, the only announcement, the, the only signing they've officially announced is LA Night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah, so as soon as Taya got announced, I'm like, oh. I bet EO retains and Taya shows up at TakeOver. That didn't happen, but maybe she shows up tomorrow on NXT. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Backstage. We got Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. My boy. If you've been listening to the show, you know, one of my personal favorites for a long time. Let me talk to you. As uh, on the kickoff show, uh, Sam Roberts and uh, Wade Barrett and uh, uh, Brandon somebody, I can't remember his last name, from uh, Barstool Sports, they were talking and all of a sudden a familiar voice interrupted. Tell me, yeah. Let me talk to you. Wade Barrett's face lit up because uh, the two were in NWA together not too long ago. L a night i don't like the name but hey everybody keeps telling me the wrestlers pick their names well i think they get a list of names and they pick yes them. and i think i think i i believe that somewhere there is camera footage of eli drake running down a list of wwe names and going eli drake L A night. Okay, this is the only one that actually fits my actual gimmick. L-A I guess I'll go with this. Night. Yeah. Yeah. L A night. Yeah. I mean, it could have done Eli Knight. That would have worked. Yeah, Eli Knight would have been a lot better, in my opinion. L A night. My first thing that came to my mind was 
Uh, are we combining two ninety shoes, L.A. gear, and British Knights? Uh, to me, and to me, as I told you before we started recording, the NHL immediately came to mind. As for some reason, my brain merged the the Los Angeles Kings with the was with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. So when I heard it, when I heard his name, I immediately thought of the uh, I thought of hockey. Dummy. And I don't know if that's really what, what WWE wants me to be. Thinking well, I, about when it comes to Eli Drake. Yeah, I put this on Twitter immediately when I found out L.A. Knight. Well, I think Sean Rossap had said L.A. Knight's his name, which was like ha, ha, a half hour before. Well, the thing is, I I the was news writing, broke the news was, broke yes, right when the, the news broke the, right before the pre-show. Well, yeah. Here's the funny thing: when after the news broke, I was writing the article about him signing with the company. And the pitch in my entire article is I was talking about, um, will WWE make Eli Drake change his name? Well, as I was going to look for his Twitter account, I found it and he already had the name L.A. Knight as his as his, as his name on Twitter. Like, at the E.I. Drake, but his name was L.A. Knight. And I'm like, that's weird. And so I went to his Instagram to post one of his photos from there to put into the article. And then all of a sudden there's freaking Eli Drake on my television at takeover, calling himself LA Knight, And I'm like, well, there goes half my fucking article. And well, I had to rewrite the damn thing. Son of a bitch. I am happy that he's in NXT. Uh, either that or AEW I would have been happy with. Um, um, Triple H put him over pretty heavily on the conference call. So, I mean, I, I hope that means that, uh, that he's got, he's got plans for him. So, dude's a, uh, I mean, been one of my personal favorites for a long time. We all know he's a hell of a talker. Good, uh, good in the ring, obviously. Many championships. Um, Sean Ricker, obviously, WWE in it, uh, two, 2013 14. Then, of course, Tell me. Yeah. let me talk to you. Really came into his own in the independence, which led to his hiring with Impact Wrestling in 2015. So uh, they showed where he uh, officially signs the contract with William Regal. Yeah. I just want to hope we get a facts of life. We won't because it was an impact thing. We won't guarantee it. Right. No, I wouldn't guarantee anything anymore in pro wrestling. Dummy, yeah. Yeah. Like two two years ago, two years ago, JB, if I had sat here on this podcast and told you, JB, in 2021, AEW, Impact Wrestling, and New Japan would all be working together, you would have probably kicked me off the show. What do I got? End so, call. End call. Yeah. That would have been the end of the show. That would have been the end of Lost in the Big Con. You'd be like, all right, Matt, you're smoking, you're smoking some really uh, some Matt's really, like, really, uh, really toxic glue over there, buddy. Hey, JB, AEW is going to be working with, you know what I think? I think in New Japan and, and Impact are going to work with AEW. Do you? Yeah. That's what I would have said. And hell, NWA is going to be working with them, too. Dummy. Yeah. NWA is working with uh, 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 NXT too. 
Oh man, and then you see uh today fucking I Cody. If ROH, I wonder if ROH right now feels like that Virgil meme. <laughs> you know, and he's sitting there all alone at that WWE superstar Virgil table and nobody's around him. I, I wonder if Ring of Honor feels like the Virgil meme right now. Might be. Uh, and then uh, Bleacher Report comes out today saying Cody is open to work with WWE on crossovers. That and that, re- I mean, that relationship is is not bad. Obviously, they struck a deal with trademarks for each other. That, so it, that relationship is not sour. Yeah, Tony Khan actually commented on it too. What did he say? Well, I'm trying to see if I can find a direct quote here it would be more i think it would be more aew nxt than main roster but that's just what i think um when asked about potentially working with wwe and nxt con replied they are more than welcome as i've said as i've said the forbidden door is open just come and knock that's the if they were to knock on the door then i would certainly be willing to let them in that's truly the forbidden door now he stated that if NXT wanted to show up on Wednesdays to an episode of Dynamite the way DX did on an episode of WCW Nitro, he would gladly let them in. <laughs> we wouldn't shut the garage door. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh, my God. Simulcast, like, all of a sudden. Man. See, that look, as crazy as the wrestling world is right now, I just I can't see... WWE join in, joining in on this playground. Not as long as Vince is alive. I was just going to say, as long as Vince is in charge of the company. <laughs> well, Vince, if you would shut up and let other people do the job that you're supposed to do, maybe your product would be better. It was a stupid idea from bad creative. Main event, Finn Balor and Pete Dune. Boy, these guys beat the fucking piss out of each other, didn't they? I wonder if Balor can grab a fork by now. Pete Dunn was uh, doing some nasty things to those digits. Uh, I'll have to help he has a mic. He'll be able to hold a microphone. Right. He'll need a mic stand. Put a mic stand in but he couldn't even do the he couldn't even do the old guns, man. Mike's uh Mike stand in the middle of the ring for him tomorrow. Um tremendous. Well, he might have been able to do the gun pose. We don't know because Adam Cole super kicked him in the face. Yeah. Tremendous main event went twenty five minutes. Uh fucking amazing. End was cool. Ballard taking Dunn's mouthpiece out and drop kicking him right in the face and hitting the coup de gras into the nineteen sixteen. Uh I, I like that finale. That was pretty fucking good. Uh, tremendous match there, as we all expected uh, to be hard hitting, and and uh, for the guys to just beat the shit out of each other. Uh, at the end of the match, Birch and uh, Lore can come out to beat up on uh, Balor. Undisputed Era's music comes out. They make the save. They pose uh, at the end. Undisputed Era doing their pose. Balor standing there with them side by side, and. and uh, Oh, Matt, there's the dreaded logo. Never trust the NXT TakeOver logo, right? Boom. 
Uh, now, I expected Adam Cole, baby, to hit the super kick on Balor. Because didn't I not say last week on this show, Matt, I expected Cole and Balor for the title next next up? I did, I did say that last week, didn't I? I don't fucking remember. If you did, I'll give you credit. If you did, I did. more power to you. But I just... I did. The only way I actually like this is if this is the if they if they're if they're going to do Balor and Cole at Mania. Mm-hmm. Oh, because a... when the fuck are you going to do Takeover? Yeah. Mania's two nights. SmackDown's on Friday. Are you going to do Takeover on a Thursday? Like no, in the, you, like no, then, they need to. If you do it on the Thursday, when the fuck are you doing the virtual Hall of Fame? You got to so, do like, you got to you got to do Mania with these two guys involved. Yeah, Balor, so look, it's a big enough. Mania, it's a big enough. It's a big yes. enough match to put on Mania. I agree. That's why I'm saying if this is the plan that they're going to do Balor and Cole at Mania for the NXT title, this was the right direction to go in. Yeah, I you don't and, have yeah. two bigger names in NXT right now than Finn Balor and Adam Cole. Check that tape last week. I said that's the next title feud. So I expected Cole to do something. I did not expect him to super kick O'Reilly though. Holy fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the idea of the Undisputed Era breaking up before they ever get to the main roster. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I've told you a thousand times, dude. I'm terrified for those other three guys. Yeah, I'm if terrified. Cole, if Cole goes up there by himself. I'm terrified of what they do. I'm terrified of what they would do with the Undisputed Era, though, on the main roster. I'm terrified to be like the core. Oh, remember about Ballard or Barrett was doing some core jokes on the, on the broadcast too on Sunday. That was kind of funny. Is there two R's in core? <laughs> oh. I don't know if you caught that or not, but uh, I don't even know what the discussion was. But the core came up. Um, I caught his. I caught his. You're either Nexus or against us line. Yeah, and then right after it was right after and that. Beth, and Beth buried him. <laughs> It was right after that, and he goes, "How do you spell core? Is there two R's in that, <laughs> or is there is there one R in that?" Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I guess the era is over. Um, you well, we don't re- know that. We don't know that for one hundred percent certainty yet. No, uh, you could reform them because Roddy didn't really make a choice Sunday night. Kind of just stood there like a dork. You could. Re- well, he was shocked, wouldn't you be? You saw Cole. Super kicking Kyle. You killed Kyle, you bastard. I, I, I don't know. I, I say, I, I say this could be patched up by Survivor Series time main roster. I just wish Adam Cole would go to AW. Fuck it, I said it. I know. We wouldn't go have be to, with, go be with go be with the good doctor. We wouldn't have to potty anymore. That's the only bad thing about it, but. Well, that was the only reason I didn't want to see Cesaro leave. I know. But I was very sad when he signed a new deal. I'm like, oh, Cesaro versus Kenny Omega. He's getting pushed now, at least. For now. We'll see how long it lasts until Vince gets bored of him again. Well, at least Brian's doing the booking, some of the booking, some of the creative. Brian, Brian's trying. That rhymed. I think I said I think I said this on the show a few months ago that I uh, that I had a feeling Brian was behind. Usos push too. I think Roman had probably a little bit to do with that too. Brian's not stupid, man. Brian knows how to build talent. He also knew that fucking Nakamura was pissing in the wind for so long. Yeah, I still don't understand why that man wasn't in the elimination chamber 
after Nakamura. essentially winning that gauntlet match and getting fucked over, like how he wasn't given like a spot in that chamber match was really fucking dumb to me. Like, like we thought, oh shit. After that gauntlet match, we're like, oh shit. Like the push for Nakamura is happening and then nothing happened. Yeah, it pisses me off because I love Nakamura. I want to see good shit from that guy. So I, I, I don't, I don't like seeing the, the, I don't like seeing the rug being pulled out from under him because he deserves better. All those guys deserve better. Nakamura deserves better. Cesaro deserves better. Like they, they all do. And I'm, just, I'm just worried that they're not, they're not going to get it in WWE. And look, and if they're happy with the money, you know, more power to them, man. Yeah, but to me, I just, I just feel like you'd be a lot happier, you know, enjoying your craft in AEW. But then maybe that's just, maybe that's just me. I don't know. To me, but, I'd rather make less money at a job that I love to make a bunch of money at a job that I hate. Yeah, well, maybe they don't hate it. That you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, they probably don't hate it because of who they work with. You know, yeah. you're working with their friends and everything. They're probably <laughs> they're not doing, and they're and right and right now they ain't doing nothing. They're doing a whole lot of nothing with no live shows. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm sure a lot of them enjoy not having to worry about the live shows. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Voted on our poll at LITMC Podcast. Um, Sixty-one point five percent gave it an A. Thirty-eight point five percent gave it a B. Not a single soul voted C, D, or F. There you go. Yep, it was tremendous, top to bottom. We'll uh, we'll see how it all shakes out on uh, NXT tomorrow night or uh, today as you're listening to the show. Dynamite from this week uh, kicked off with. Uh, Pretty good, uh, pretty good TNT Championship match between Darby Allen and Joey Janela. Uh, good, good. Uh, I thought it was Joey Janela's best match in AEW. Yeah, I'd agree. Considering that they, they haven't really pushed Janela at all, um, it was weird putting him in this match to begin with. But yeah, he uh, he looked really good in this match. Uh, with Darby Allen getting the win after ten minutes here. Sam Guevara in the inner circle locker room and um, talking with MJF and, and MJF uh, kind of goaded Sammy into saying certain phrases, which uh, ha- MJF had recorded on his phone. Sammy got pissed off that he was being recorded, broke MJF's phone and punched MJF in the gut. Should have kicked him in the dick. That would have been even better. But like, look, this, Look, unlike dumb dumb Matt Hardy, who doesn't watch the product, Jericho has stated on several occasions on the show that he watches Dynamite every week. Yeah, remember remember the towel thing? Yeah. So like you, the thing you, is, like, why does MGF think that pulling this stunt was going to work when Jericho was just gonna watch the fucking video back and see what he did? Yeah. Like, MJF, you're not as smart as you think you are, buddy. Cody and uh, Big Shotty Lee Johnson defeated Peter, Pretty Peter, and uh, Cesar Bonani. You don't have to call him pretty. 
Oh, I'm calling him Pretty Peter. Um, basically, Lee Johnson's first win in AEW, he got the pin too, and the Nightmare family celebrated with him. He was 0-29 going into that. And uh, Johnson uh, thanked all of his trainers, Cody, Arn, Dustin, and even Brandy, which got a, a, a inquisitive look from QT Fuck Marshall. Fuck you, QT. Fuck you, QT. He looked so, so he looked so butthurt. Yeah, I like so this, butthurt. I like it was the subtle, hilarious. Yeah, I like the subtlety of uh, sneaking that in there. QT's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. If you weren't paying attention, you didn't catch it. Yeah, but he totally looked. He totally looked butthurt. Yep. I like it. I like it. We're gonna we're gonna slowly build that into something. Uh, they met uh, Bucks interviewed by Dasha. Good brothers show up, and uh, uh, the Bucks wondering why the Good Brothers uh, cost them the battle royale. And the Good Brothers said that they were there to screw the private of parties and um, whatever you know. And that's where we learned Santana and Ortiz are going to take on the Bucks. Uh, this week, which, uh, as Matt said, our belief is that they're going to win and set up an inner circle tag team title match. Yeah, because I, I think at Revolution, MJF is going to turn on Jericho with Santana and Ortiz, and they're all going to kick Jericho out of the inner circle. Mm. And MJF takes over the inner circle at Revolution. Uh, does Wardlow stick around still, or or uh, does he? Uh, well, Wardlow's defect- with MJF. He has to stick around. I was gonna say, does he defect yet? Become the star, single star we know he's gonna be? Not yet. No, I, I don't think yet. I, there's gonna be, some, there's still gonna be some time with that. But I, I think, I, I think Santana and Ortiz retain and Revolution and MJF and them turn on Jericho. I agree. I agree with Santana Ortiz winning and then retaining. I agree with that completely. Uh, Hangman Page interviewed by Dasha, interrupted by Matt Hardy. He says he's got a bar all to themselves, tabs on him. And, well, Hangman ain't going to turn that down. Uh, He's getting ready to leave, runs into the Dark Order. Awkward. (laughs) Poor Dark Order. Yeah. At least least five never found the uh, uh, torn up uh, Valentine because that would have been heartbreaking. Pac took, is a douche. Pac, Pac took on Ryan Nemeth and uh, Ryan's face when uh, he was tapping out to the bru- uh, Brutalizer. Uh, classic. And uh, he doesn't want you to make a meme out of it, but I think his brother even made a meme out of it. So it was good. It was hilarious. I hope Nemeth sticks around. Uh, I, I liked what I saw him the short time I saw him in uh, House of Hardcore. So I think he's a good hand. I think he's a good hand, Matt. Oh, he's God. all right. I, I, I said good hand. That, he's honestly somebody I, I would, if I never saw him again, I, I don't care. I said he's a good hand. Uh, Chuck and, and Orange celebrating what they did at the wedding, drinking some champagne. I wonder if it's a little bit of the bubbly. Can we do something with Miro though? A little more, a little more meaningful with Miro, please. 
That would be nice. I'm I'm hoping by the end of the week it'll be. I mean, not by the, the week. I'm hoping by the end of the year. Could be by the end of the week. Um, he'll he'll be at the top of. Uh, that he'll be at the top of the uh, of of the company. Um, inner circle took on the acclaimed. I tweeted to uh, Max Caster last week, and I said, uh, "We need to get Anthony Bowens." Uh, doing some rap and he goes the man's got some bars I'll, I'll make that happen so let's see if that does happen i'm very curious now to see if that happens <laughs> oh that was cool that, that i thought that was cool that max uh, replied back to me and said he's gonna make that happen so good match good little 10 minute uh tag match the acclaimed uh definitely impressive um jericho with the judas effect to get the win Sam McVara comes out with his own music and uh, Sammy reminded Jericho from December 9th that if one more thing happened with MJF then he's done and uh, so he quit the inner circle and where did he leave uh, where did he exit out of Matt where does Sammy leave he left out of the baby face tunnel by God, I love it. I love how they 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 they. Uh, I love how that's a thing. So, uh, Sammy uh, Alex Marvez catches up with Sammy, and uh, Sammy says he needs some time away from this place so we can focus. Which we've already talked uh, at length about uh, impact and the, the the stuff that happened there, and apparently there's no heat, so. We're at the bar with Hangman and and uh, Big Money Matt, and uh, uh, Paige is uh, drinking heavily, and uh, and uh, Matt has a contract. Take thirty percent of Paige's wages. I I just came up with that. Paige's wages. And oh, and uh, you didn't even know it's Silent Bob. And. Uh, I don't know uh, what Matt was doing. If I don't know if, if Paige distracted him, I can't remember. But uh, Matt Hardy was too busy talking into the camera. Oh yeah, about why he was there to document. Oh, that's right. The signing, yeah, and while bright. he was rambling at the camera, Paige switched the contracts. Paige had his own contract in his uh, pocket, which we do not know what it says yet. We'll probably find out on uh, this week's Dynamite. Uh, but that was good. I like that. Well, Paige outsmarting Big Money Matt. What do you think? What do you think? any 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 guesses, Matt? I'm hoping it's he gets private party out of there. Gets private party out of their contracts. He, he, or, he still owes them twelve bucks, by the way. Or maybe he, uh, or maybe he's going to start earning thirty percent of what Matt Hardy makes. <laughs> he still which, which would be fucking hilarious. He still owes them twelve bucks, by the way. Oh well. Uh, Sting interviewed by Tony, but that interview didn't last long as they cut to. Team Taz dragging Darby Allen in a body body bag tied to a car. That was kind of I bet that was fun for Darby. I bet he was, he was probably going like, "Wee!" 
Kenny Omega golfing badly. Uh, Alex Marvez interrupting him in his backswing, and and uh, I, I said on Twitter that 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 would be something Marvez would do is interrupt someone in their backswing. Marvez liked the tweet too, by the way. Mm. <laughs> and Omega completely with a bad chip shot out of the bunker, and then his his cronies uh, put it in the hole, and uh, Omega uh, then gave it to Marvez as a souvenir. First round of the women's eliminator tournament, Layla Hirsch against Thunder Rosa. Uh, with uh, Thunder Rosa, no surprise there, moving on. Uh, then we had some uh, matches from Japan on uh, uh, that were aired on uh, YouTube, on AEW's YouTube there. Uh, Jungle Boy confirms with Tony Schiavone that Marco Stunt is no longer kidnapped, so that's good. No, no more... Uh, don't have to worry about uh, Marco's hole anymore. When were we ever worried about Marco's hole? <laughs> well, he was kidnapped. You never know. Uh, this week, you were just looking for an excuse to play that damn sound effect. We got another one now. Uh, this week's Dynamite FTR takes on Matt and Mike Seidel. Mike Seidel's debut. So it'd be pretty cool to see the brothers uh, teaming up. Um, Eight man tag, Hangman and Matt. And Private Party taking on Hybrid 2 and Chaos Project. Um, Sting is going to call out Team Taz. Let's see what happens there. Uh, first round match in the uh, Eliminator. Serena Deeb takes on Riho. Rio's first match on Dynamite in 11 months. Do you put Riho over here or do you put over the NWA World Champion? Uh, who are they? Who are they? Who's the winner going to be facing in the semis? I don't have the bracket in front of me, but let's see if I can find it. Didn't the tournament start last? Who was? Who was? What was the match we had last week? I'm blanking. Last week was uh, Layla Hirsch and Thunder Rosa. Yeah, the winner will face Thunder Rosa. Almost makes sense uh, to have Deeb win it. Yeah, I would I would say Deeb. Considering Rio's been gone for so long. Yeah, why why do Rio and Thunder Rosa right there's no there's no rhyme or reason behind it. Yeah, save that for later. That's a WWE thing to do to throw it away that quickly. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think they're gonna do that. We might get a take a take Conchi Britt Baker match. Ooh. I'm assuming Britt beats Anna Jay and Tay beats Nyla Rose. Or maybe Nyla. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think Nyla would. I don't think both Nyla and Britt win. So I think Tay wins and Britt wins would be my guess. Or what if what if the friends have to face? It won't happen, but it would be interesting if Tay had to face Anna Jay. Anna! Anna! I, I think. Um, I, I feel like this is Britt Baker's tournament to win. Yeah, I agree. So. It's going to be Britt and Thunder in the finals on the U.S. bracket. <clears throat> Unless and, they want to do Britt and Riho. Yeah. Then they could. They might want to do that. So Britt could be like, I beat both. When she beats Phoenix, she could be like, I beat, I beat, uh, oh, dude. Dude. Bro. No, listen to this. Bro. They have Britt beat Nyla Rose in the second round. 
She beats Riho in the finals of the American side. She wins the whole tournament wherever she beats on the Japan side, and she beats Sheeta. She becomes the champion and claims she went through the tournament and beat all three former AEW women's champions to win that title. Makes sense. The bragging rights will never end. Oh, no. Makes sense. So I think that's what they're going to do. I just thought of it. Book it. It's been booked. And your main event, tag titles, Bucks, Santana Ortiz. SmackDown uh, starts as how we usually start it with Roman Reigns. And uh, he's mad because uh, Pierce wants to put him in in the chamber to defend his title. And, uh, well, Roman got his way. So instead, we have six men in the chamber, and the winner will face Roman in the same night. And uh, we'll get those competitors later on. The baby got his bottle. (laughs) Baby Roman. Qualifying match between uh, Ray and Dominic against Corbin and Zayn. I think the right guys went over there just because I want to see Sami Zayn in the chamber. I would care less about Corbin really right now, but he's not doing it for me lately. But I'm a fan of Corbin, just not doing it for me lately. But I, I like to see Zayn in there. Um, so they got the win. Um, Rude and Ziggler trying to get themselves in the chamber match. But uh, Pierce says, oh, not, so fa- not so fast, my friend. You'll face Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. And the winning team will go into the chamber. Hold on a minute, player. Yeah, hold on, player. I'm going to make a tag match. Uh, Big E. Talking about how uh, the odds were against him, but much like Tom B- but much like Tom Brady on a boat parade, he was left standing. <laughs> uh, and, and he noted that Tom was wobbly. Yes, Tom was very wobbly. Um, and then Apollo shows up, and Apollo... Wants to challenge Biggie once again. Biggie says, I've already done that. No, thanks. And uh, says he's on to his next challenger, which was Shinsuke Nakamura, which ended in a DQ thanks to Apollo Crews. It seems like we've already played this out, except it was Sammy interrupting Apollo last time, right? So we're just rehashing the exact same story with almost the same people. Yeah. Welcome back, Seth Rollins. His old music played. So, oh, are we done with the Messiah? But no, he went back to his Messiah ways. Everybody was around ringside, too. They were all excited for his return, but then realized it's the old Messiah. So everybody... Same old shit. Actually, I like the Messiah, but anyways. I hate the Messiah garbage. I like it. And uh, everybody... You're the only person on the planet I know that likes it. Well, good. I guess uh, you and Vince. Uh... <laughs> Everybody left, and they were tired of it, except for Cesaro. And Rollins is like, oh, you see the vision. And Cesaro's like, ah, nah. Nah, I was just kidding. And that led to uh, Rollins attacking Cesaro. So I'm all for a Rollins and Cesaro feud. Yes, please. And if they're continuing to push Cesaro, uh, Cesaro will probably win that feud. I, I could see Cesaro winning that feud. Uh, but uh, damn, that's gonna be a good match. Claudio against Tyler, right, Matt? Yep. I'm sure they clashed a few times in ROH. Oh, I got I it right here. I can't remember. Hold on a sec. 
BRB. Got it. I got one right here. Oh, this is funny. I got a, I pulled out a Tyler Black, God's God's, uh, Last Gift DVD. But I don't know if these came with the DVD or what, but they're kind of tied into it. Look at the, look at the the camera. I got a a Sting Sting WCW card. Out of a Seth, out of a Seth Rollins Ring of Honor DVD. I don't know why these are all tied together. And then I got a uh, a John Hennigan PWG Battle of L.A. card. They're they were all together with a Ring of Honor sticker. American appears. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, on this here, uh, Tyler Black took on Jimmy Jimmy Jacobs and Jack Evans. Uh, a lot of oh Tyler Black and Austin Aries, uh, Tyler and Jimmy against the Briscoes, Tyler and Brian Danielson from two thousand eight. Ah, here you go. Uh, Death Before Dishonor two thousand eight. Tyler uh, Tyler Black, Nigel McGinnis, Brian Danielson, and Claudio Castanoli. How do you say that his last name? Castan Castanelli. Castanoli. Castanoli. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Black, Castanoli, McGinnis, and Danielson four way. Black and El Generico. My God. Yeah, this DVD does not suck. Black and Davy Richards. I didn't realize Davy Richards was an RH. Where he started, man. I didn't watch it. Dave Richards made his name in ROH before going to Impact. I didn't start watching ROH until we started doing a show. So That's crazy. I didn't have access to it until uh, Sinclair started uh, doing the CW network. So then ROH was on channel 15, so to speak, on the cable. The cable. Bailey took on Lib Morgan, got the win there because uh, once again, Billy Kay fucked up. Uh, Cesaro and Brian interviewed, and uh, Kayla Braxton wondering if Cesaro will be okay to go for their match. And uh, Cesaro says he'll be ready. And Brian goes, That dude is tough. Corey Graves tried to talk before Brian could get his line in, and Cole gave him some shit about it. Otis and Gable lose to the Street Profits, reminding us once again, why the hell did they break up Heavy Machinery? But don't. Um, Sasha Banks and uh, Bianca Belair had a little, uh, little talky when uh, the tag champs interrupted. And uh, we... <laughs> then that's when we realize, uh, oh, they are not forgetting about... Uh, and they did not forget about it on Raw either. They actually made fun of it. Naomi did. That was even funnier. Um, but they replayed my hole. And, uh, oh, yeah, the audio was loud and clear, wasn't it, Matt? She's fucked, dude. Huh? 
She's fucked. What do you mean? Like she's pigeonholed to this or all? Oh yeah, this is it. Vince is gonna latch on to this. And he's never gonna let go. Enjoy it, Naya. This is your life now. So this is probably going to lead to a tag team title match or just a tag team match eventually. I'd assume. I don't know. I thought it was going to lead to a match that on SmackDown. I thought Teddy Long was coming out, but no. Uh, then Elimination Chamber qualifying match. The Dirty Dogs take it on Cesaro and Bryan. Uh, again, the right guys won. Cesaro and Bryan. So I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very excited with who's in the SmackDown Chamber, Matt. I like it a lot. And uh, as Pierce said, uh, two guys didn't have to qualify, Jay Uso and Kevin Owens. So that rounded out your field of, of Uso and Owens, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Baron Corbin, and uh, Sami Zayn. That's a hell of a chamber, isn't it, Matt? I like Raw's chamber overall better. I think SmackDown is going to give us a better match. Probably. But to me, like the whole the whole chamber for SmackDown is kind of pointless. Yeah, because they're just going to get fed. They're going to be so weak. They're and just going to get fed. Yeah, they're just going to get fed to Reigns. And what's going to be even worse is Reigns. Probably Reigns is probably going to give whoever wins a competitive match, which is even dumber. So whatever. I'd rather they just had Roman win the chamber match. Miz TV uh, to kicks off Raw with Drew McIntyre. Miz wouldn't shut up, so uh, Drew just headbutted him. Uh, Miz gets on the mic and uh, says that he is quitting the Elimination Chamber match to just focus on his Money in the Bank briefcase, which adds a little interesting intrigue to it that, uh, oh, who's going to fill that last Chamber spot? Uh, more on that later. Uh, Hurt Business took on Riddle, Dorado, and Metalik ahead of Riddle taking on Lashley at Chamber for the U.S. title. Uh, MVP legit hurt his knee in this match, which uh, more I'll get to more on later. Uh, good guys get the win here. Uh, Miz talking to Adam Pierce, trying to get John Morrison into the match. As I completely forgot that it was all world W former WWE champions. At first, I thought it was just former world champions. Miz or, or Morrison was an ECW champion. So it was a world champion. So I'm like, oh, okay, it makes sense trying to get Morrison in there. At first, I thought it was going to be like maybe a, a Damian Priest would fill in. And then a, uh, our buddy, uh, um, uh, get remind, a buddy of mine reminded me on Twitter. It's like, oh, yeah, WWE champions. Because later on, Strowman is like, why the fuck am I not in this match? Well, more on that later because Strowman's having some health issues. Uh, but he was a universal champion, as Pierce had reminded him. But uh, Pierce told Miz he would take Morrison into consideration. Bad Bunny talking with Mandy Rose and then watching Mandy leave, which I, I don't blame him. Uh, wished him good luck on Saturday Night Live, which he will now bring the 20. Will he bring the 24-7 championship out well, with him? That's exactly why they did it. That's exactly why they did it. He's probably going to fucking lose the fucking 24-7 title on Saturday Night Live to somebody. To truth. Uh, Bad Bunny, uh, of course, Saturday Night Live on NBC, which is Peacock. Yep. Exactly. Now you're getting it. 
I'm, now I'm getting it. What do you mean? I already now, got now, it. Now you're playing with gas. I, I'm cooking with oil. Uh, oil. Uh, yeah, Tazawa beat our uh, beat up our truth, and then uh, uh, Damian Priest just smashed Tazawa's head into a into a crate and uh, and told Bad Bunny to pin him. So he did. So Bad Bunny, your new twenty four seven champion, and once again, uh, as uh, we have said all throughout the podcast, Bad Bunny is doing a tremendous job in the celebrity role for WWE, enjoying it thoroughly. Kofi and and Xavier go up to Pierce and say, "Hey." Kofi's a former WWE champion. Put him in the match. And uh, so then Pierce makes the match. Kofi versus Miz. Miz wins. Morrison goes in. If Kofi wins, Kofi's in. And then we get the whole thing with uh, Charlotte and Lacey and Peyton and Asuka. And and, uh, Lacey says, uh, uh, I can't. I'm pregnant. And they insinuate it's Rick's baby. Is my was my reaction. I think that was the collective reaction of the internet, of the world, maybe. What the fuck are they doing? But then it turns out, well, Lacey's actually pregnant for real. So I'm not nachos. This is for reals. Woo! They played it off as if Rick's the daddy. Oh my god. But on the bright side, Matt. Just bright side. No Lacey, no Charlotte. Because it because lo- you know Lacey was going to beat Oscar and it was going to be Lacey and Charlotte at Mania. Vince Logic was going to tell you that was what, how that was going to play out, and Charlotte was going to win the title for the eleventh time or whatever. More than that, I thought she was a ten timer. No, I feel like she's past that, but that. Am I right? Oh, like that? No, that was totally the direction. Like nobody's going to argue with that. That's exactly what they were going to do. Uh, do you count NXT on this? The counter no, and Divas. I think they do. Okay, so Divas is one. NXT's two. That's three. Raw four. So that makes seven. SmackDown's five. Makes twelve. Yeah, twelve. Wolf. Kingston and Miz, good little match there between the two. No surprise that Kofi got the win there to get maybe maybe Kofi Mania too, baby. How about no? <laughs> I know. Randy Orton cutting a promo. Got interrupted by Alexa Bliss. Uh sitting in uh, a, 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 a a pentagram, which uh, creeps some people out or pissed some people off or uh, ruffled some feathers. Eh. Deal with it. I liked it. Good promo from Bliss. But I've not really hated much that Bliss has done lately with this whole thing. Uh, showed some clips from Young Rock, which aired, uh, debuted tonight, Tuesday night. So go check that out. Um, <laughs> La- Interviewed uh, Lana, Lana and Naomi, and Naomi made fun of <coughs> some hole references. Uh, all the hole references you could fit in. <laughs> I did not do that on purpose. Oh, jeez. 
Coming. Yeah. Yeah, I did not do that on purpose, but hey, it I think you out. did. I didn't. No. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Lana. Uh, Lana got some good offense in on here, but uh, in the end, Shayna wins as she should with the cure foot clutch after four minutes. Uh, then after that was the uh, segment with Braun Strowman and Adam Pierce, and uh, Strowman warns Pierce to tell Shane McMahon to make this right. Because if not, Braun promises it's not going to be pretty around here. I, 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 after this, I got the feeling we might have Braun and Shane at Mania. I don't know. I just got I that. I, I got that feeling. I got that feeling that, that, uh, that Braun and, that Braun and Shane at Mania is on the cards. That that match isn't going to be a good night. <laughs> Uh, AJ Styles and Omos talking about Kofi Mania and how it's not going to happen. Uh, I, I've been liking uh, Omos and AJ. Have been uh, they've been uh, uh, kind of the chemistry between them is kind of growing every week to week. I'm kind of uh, liking that, enjoying that. Uh, as uh, AJ and Kofi kick off the gauntlet match, ten minutes. Kofi taken out AJ, uh, taken out by AJ. Uh, good start there, I thought. Uh, and then AJ and Drew went about. 20 minutes which was phenomenal pun intended um with uh drew taking out aj styles next up was jeff hardy and hardy and uh drew actually uh had a good little match between those guys about 12 minutes uh and at this point mcintyre has been in the match 40 minutes and i thought i thought i thought cole was i thought cole was bullshit me when he said that i'm like come on don't bullshit me i'm like no, McIntyre hasn't been in there 40 minutes. And I'm like, oh, shit, he has been. <laughs> Orton came out, but then got uh, distracted by many faces of Alexa Bliss and got counted out. Uh, then Sheamus shows up, attacks Drew from behind. Uh, they battle for about five minutes. Sheamus hit the brogue and got the win. And so Sheamus wins the gauntlet match, will enter the chamber at six. And that's the end of Raw. Okay, Raw. It was fine. It was uh, better than most. Not as good as it has been, but better than most. We'll just put it at that. Uh, going into some headlines before we get to the chamber. And as we mentioned, Slam Wrestling reporting that Sammy Guevara pulled from Impact Wrestling tapings. Uh, original plan was Guevara to work a short storyline of the tapings. And uh, after uh, after quitting the inner circle, uh, Guevara did not fly to Nashville and uh, as scheduled and rescheduled to arrive just a few hours before tapings. Impact sources indicated that everyone had agreed to the planned ideas. Guevara then began texting Impact officials about different ideas and not wanting to do what was agreed upon. And at that point, Impact officials canceled Guevara off the tapings. Slam story states that Guevara has heat with AEW officials over the matter, and that Chris Jericho informed him to fly home after Guevara landed in Nashville on Tuesday. A majority of what had been planned... Oh! Ah! Guevara was going to be in the X Division six-man tag, which would have led to the triple threat for the number one contendership. 
And that's why Black Tarus is already all of a sudden in it for next week, Matt. Yeah, I don't see why he would have had an issue with that. Yeah, I don't know why either. That would have been fine. Uh, Impact sources reiterated there's no issue with AEW and relations are golden. So that's good to hear. Um, as soon as I saw that Guevara's plans have been replaced with Black Tarus, makes complete sense now. I bet he was probably going to lose the triple threat to Ace Austin because Ace Austin's going to win that. Well, he didn't have to win the triple threat. He didn't even need to be pinned. The triple threat. No. He could have worked Ace Austin. He didn't even have to freaking. He didn't even have to be pinned. Yep, he would. They like, I, don't, the, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, they would have won the six man, then had the triple threat. Uh, Ace Austin. I don't know who the other guy was, but yeah. Willie Mack maybe was on. No, I don't know. I forget now. Ty Valkyrie, longest reigning knockouts champion in history, has signed with WWE. Will report to the NXT brand. PW Insider has confirmed with multiple sources this uh, was actually announced on Valentine's Day, literally hours before TakeOver Vengeance Day had aired. Very big signing. So uh, curious to see if she shows up uh, on NXT this week. Uh, Very excited for that, that signing. Uh, Ring of Honor has uh, announced that Kenny King has signed a new deal as uh, Ring of Honor has been re-signing people. Uh, they've been signing Rouge, Dragon Lee, and uh, Bastia Del Ring to new contracts. Now they add Kenny King to that. Del Rouge. Del Rouge. Del Rouge is on fire. Woo! I, don't know, I just felt like flare fit in that. Um, Kane and King's second stint with Ring of Honor since 2015. He was there previously from 07 to 12, too. Moving on. Moving on. Impact Wrestling on Access, uh, go-home show for No Surrender. Ratings slipped a little bit, down to 153,000 viewers, down from 173 last week. Uh, Both NXT and AEW saw their audiences dip the past week. AEW went from 844 down to 741, while NXT went from 610 down to 558. And in the demo, ugly number for NXT, 0.12. Look, they got their ass beat by idiots watching politics again. Yep. When and I just don't understand. I don't understand everybody's fascination with watching that shit. I really just, I just don't fucking get it. Nope. The election's you can, over. You, you, you can catch the Reader's Digest version on any fucking website on the internet at any given point to sit there and watch that boring, tedious dreck makes no sense to me whatsoever which we all knew he was going to get acquitted anyways because yeah we're not going to get into it that's the way freaking majority bullshit works not going to get into it but republicans are spineless in that in that in that senate so but uh uh, something happened friday that we don't know about a smackdown dropped by a lot they were still they were still doing their shit on friday they didn't they didn't finish until saturday 
normally normally when this bullshit happens, it's normally happening in the middle of the week and it's affecting AEW and NXT. This week it affected SmackDown because it, it they didn't they didn't finish up until fucking Saturday. Mm. Uh down from 2.12 million to 1.88 million for SmackDown. Like I just I just don't I don't get it, man. I just don't. I did not realize this was not official yet, but uh, Tony Khan has announced officially uh, on the 10th of February that a shot, big shot, Lee Johnson officially signed to All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, they announced it after he won. Yep. Uh, Braun I, think Stro- he's, I think he's been signed for a while, though. Yeah, I would believe it. I think it's one of those, like, a story. It's like a this, ca- little, yeah. little cave, baby. Little cave, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Braun Strowman dealing with a bloodstream infection. That does not sound like fun. Uh, Probably not. Contracted the infection over last weekend, going IV treatments to eradicate it so he can return to action. He's lost 15 pounds over a matter of a few days and feels like he's gained 50 pounds of water weight in his joints. And eh, get well soon, Braun. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Congrats to Keith Lee and Mia Yem. Mia said yes. As they are gonna get married. Gonna get married. Look at that big old rock on Mia's hand. Big old rock. Speaking of the rock, Young Rock debuted on. (laughs) Look at that segue. It's like I planned it or something, Matt. Young Rock debuts on NBC this Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday is 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. Y'all know what it's about if you listen to the show, so I'm not going to go into that. But 11-episode first season, so that is all set and gone. Uh, Eddie Orlando and Carlos Colon have applied, applied for the trademark of the Colon Dynasty. No word on uh, Carlito yet. Word is he may be uh, mulling over AEW possibly too. Well, he commented today. Did he? He, he was very. <laughs> it was very noncommittal. Um, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you his quotes on what he said. Actually, I wrote about it. Um. He when when he was asked about WWE about a WWE contract, he said, "Man, who knows? As of now, I'm open to whatever I'm open to whatever kind of idea that's out there. Right now, I'm on my own. If a great opportunity comes to go back to WWE, I'm just open to whatever comes my way." When the guy then asked him, "Does that mean if AEW is on the table?" and he said, "I'm open to whatever, man. Whatever great idea is out there, I'm willing to listen and see if I fit in there somehow." So, yeah. Thanks, thanks for nothing, Carlito. Uh, a lot of people working for WWE pissed off, uh, not just wrestlers. Even though that's that's another story. Uh, WWE had uh, uh, staffers and employees were informed that uh, promotions and raises are not going forward. So that's fun. Uh, stemming, from, shitty as shit. stemming from the most recent earnings release. And then, uh, yeah, and then Vince uh, doubled down on his third-party bullshit, apparently, as well, from what I hear. Yeah, that's it's garbage. It's even worse than before. 
Yep. You you promised you were going to do something, Andrew Yang. Yeah. Now you need to fucking back up your fucking words. Uh, some wrestlers getting announced for WrestleCon 2021. First, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Sergeant Slaughter was announced. Ted DiBiase later on also announced. Um as well as Ron Simmons. Damn! All announced for WrestleCon. Bad idea. Brock Bad Ander- idea. Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson's son, applied for a trademark of his name. Uh, apparently, Casey Catanzaro did not learn from Steve Cutler getting fired. And uh, posted an Instagram video of her being at a party without a mask. Uh, heard she was just at a restaurant. It says a restaurant, was, yeah. I heard it was a restaurant. A lot of people uh, criticized her for it, so she deleted her Twitter after that. So, I don't know. Either way. Look, I couldn't tell you the last time I was at a restaurant, man. I order everything. If, I, if I'm or getting food out, I'm getting, getting to deliver it. Yeah. I'm going through a drive-thru. Like, I haven't. I haven't sat at a restaurant over a year now, so it's just the new way of the world. It's the new way of the world. Another uh, hip hop star plans to be a wrestler. Bow Wow says he is intending to train under Rikishi and work for the WWE. Big Kish, one blessed with the name of Kish. Next NXT class is set to report to the Performance Center on the 23rd. Um, The women's triple threat match was supposed to go 20 minutes, but went home early because of the table spot. Yeah. No injuries to write about. Gargano's gear was inspired by the X-Men. Somebody had a and somebody had a field day at Adam Cole turning on Kyle O'Reilly and his name was Pat McAfee. <laughs> Internet wrestling community, I am now accepting your apologies in abundance. You are by far the dumbest group of humans on the internet. You could have never known your hero was a treasonous scumbag, but I knew it all along. Please use hashtag Pat was right in your apology tweets. I love I love Pat. I love Pat. Uh, Mr. Wade Barrett, Stu Bennett on the Twitter, every sh- a show where every single match felt like a main event. I have not seen that before in my entire career. Gobsmacked the WWE NXT talent never ceased to amaze me. They are the best in-ring competitors on the planet and they reside on the black and yellow brand. That was uh, Barrett's response to take over literally just, uh, a little while after the show went off the air. Uh, Gargano uh, posts on Twitter. Has anyone seen this man? He gets lost easily. We're all very concerned. Talking about Austin Theory. Um, Kushida. One of the reasons why I signed with WWE was a match with him. Gargano. I lost something today, but gained much more from tonight's match. It is not a climax yet. Climax is still ahead of me. So yeah, Matt, you might be right. It may not be over. Chelsea. Ring of Honor continuing to sign people. 
these two people actually were, I, I saw some people questioning why are these guys not signed yet? And well, here they are. Bandito and Flamita have been signed, re-signed to uh, Ring of Honor. And that has been done. I've been keep wanting to say I want to watch Ring of Honor, but I've yet to get to it yet. <laughs> Double A Arn Anderson also announced for WrestleCon. And uh, Ringside Collectibles has announced AEW's Unrivaled 5 is now up for pre-order. Go get your pre-orders in. John Moxley, Hangman Page, Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, all in Unrivaled 5. Uh, MVP on crutches during last night's Raw Talk uh, is uh, traveling to that Birmingham, Alabama place, Matt. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. At his age, that could be the end of his career. Could be. So it just really sucks. And uh, WWE PR tweeted that uh, Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss will be on Peacock's Punky Brewster revival. No surprise since uh, Peacock and WWE are going to be joined at the hip next month. Elimination Chamber is this Sunday. Five matches are on the cards, so to speak. One's got a TBD next to it since Lacey Evans is pregnant. Is Asuka going to fight somebody? They haven't really said. Yeah, right now it's Asuka versus TBD. So, fuck, throw Ty Valkyrie in there. Screw it. Just bring her right up. That would be a bad idea. I know. Unless she wins. Put Ripley in there. Yeah, that'd be good. That would uh, definitely uh, get the internet a buzzing, so to speak. Triple threat match for the United States title. Bobby Lashley, Keith Lee, Riddle. Uh... God, they had Keith Lee into this to to take it. Um, they were talking on Monday. Keith Lee might not be medically cleared to do this match, so I don't know. Oh, that's not kayfabe. I don't think so. I thought it was kayfabe. If it was kayfabe. You would have been on the show. True, but they also are off the show sometimes to sell. Not six days before pay per view. Well, then Riddle probably win then, huh? I think Lashley's dropping it regardless because I think they're going to bump him up to the main uh, main uh, main event status here. Not in WrestleMania season. You don't think so? Well, not immediately. Yeah. I think eventually. Not immediately, but eventually. They can do Drew and Lashley at Mania if they wanted to, but, I mean, they would have to make sure Lashley didn't take the pinfall. In no, this triple threat uh, no, to, yeah, no, to, to no. move the title. No, I'm not saying immediately, but the way they've been booking him lately, I think they're going to get him in the main event picture sometime in 2021. Now, I'm not saying mania, though. It doesn't have to be mania. Uh, SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. We got Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. Who you got, Matt? Probably Owens again. Mm-hmm. Should be Cesaro, but it'll probably be Owens. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan. That could be. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan here. A little 
a little upsetty. He's been losing a little bit lately. I Dana Bryan. And, uh, well, we all know who's going to win between Roman Reigns and the winner of the chamber match. We already went over that. And uh, the men's chamber, Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, Kofi Kingston. I don't think there's much drama here, is there? Not even a little bit, buddy. Drew. Somebody said Sheamus could win it. And then they rematch at Fastlane, and Drew just gets it back. Maybe, but nah, I expect Drew to. I expect Drew to win it, and then if Braun's healthy enough, uh, Braun will obviously. Unless they're building Braun and Shane, we all thought Braun and Drew, but I don't know. I mean, Raw changes from minute to minute, so who the hell knows at this point? So, there you go. Well, let's go do it for this edition yeah, I don't of think Lost. They have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> Not on Raw. That's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard. I'd like to thank SpiderDuck.net for being our host and enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. Search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way every Wednesday. We're also on the YouTube. And uh, go ahead and give us a please give us a subscribe on there. Hit the, hit the little bell icon so you know every time a new episode comes your way. Give us a little thumbs up. Leave us a little comment as well. Let, you, let us know what you think about what's going on in the wrestling world. And uh, the link to the YouTube as well as the podcast also are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost the midcard or Twitter at LITMC podcast. Matt's on the Twitter at, at raw showtime. I'm on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And before we go riding off onto that sunset and uh, enjoy that 20 tons of steel this Sunday, Matt, what are your final thoughts? Hoping for a good show this Sunday. I hope the the vision of WrestleMania is a lot clearer after it's over. And uh, yeah, thank God, thank God, thank God, we're about to get some Wednesday night wrestling because that's always a good night. Yep, yep, yep. My final thought is I'm glad this guy's an NXT. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. For Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thanks for tuning in to Lost the Midcard. We'll be back at you next week with our Elimination Chamber review.